And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. crazy last couple of weeks it has been it's almost as if 2021 said to 2020 hold my beer hey my name is adam Solomini, and this is my podcast legacy story ultimately this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. This week, I really wanted to tell you guys why there wasn't a podcast last week and what has been going on for the last couple of weeks here at my house. A few Sundays ago, my wife received a call from work on Super Bowl Sunday, actually, And she was told that somebody tested positive for COVID. She was asked immediately to go to a rapid testing facility to be safe and make sure that everything was okay. And after a little bit of searching, a few hours later, she was able to create an appointment and go in. Crazy enough on a Sunday, but different times call for different measures, I guess. So she goes in and she takes her test and she comes back. She's nervous. Of course, she was crying when she found out that somebody at her work had tested positive. So she nervously waited. And a few hours after that, her test came back and she tested positive for COVID-19. As you can imagine, she was devastated, not only because all of her clients were going to have to reschedule and she was upset that they would have to go through this of course she's thinking about other people but she started to really worry about our family so needless to say super bowl sunday chips and dip just didn't taste the same and it wasn't because of loss of taste or anything like that due to covid which is one of the symptoms although luckily taste uh, loss of taste and smell was not something uh, that she had. Now, normally we'd be watching the game. We'd be having a good time. She'd be watching the commercials and the halftime show. I'd be watching the game, but instead we were both worrying about whether or not it had already been spread among the family and what we needed to do to stay safe. How would we be able to keep our five-year-old, our three-year-old, and almost one-year-old away from her in those safety precautions. I mean, talk about something that is next to impossible. Luckily, the girls' room is on the other side of the house, and my office was on the other side of the house too, so that became our safe space while my wife kept the master bedroom and master bathroom. Now, feeding the baby was interesting, as was keeping masks on, which was suggested by the doctor. So we had to make sure that I had my mask on. She had her mask on. We tried to have the kids' masks on, except for the baby. 
Unfortunately, by Thursday, I had begun having symptoms as well. So now we had both parents with COVID trying to keep three little kids safe. Now, because all of 2020, the girls were used to seeing everybody with masks on and when they're going out wearing masks, uh, the only odd thing to them was that now we were wearing masks on the inside and the baby was a little bit more aware of things going on. So she would stare at us and look at us like, why the heck do you have this thing on your face, daddy, mommy? And then what happens? Well, we live in Dallas and we started receiving freezing rain throughout the area with major drops in temperature on the horizon. Two parents with COVID, three little girls excited for snow and some surprises on the way. Less than a week after my wife being diagnosed with COVID, we had a big winter storm pounding the outside of our house. The snow came in on Saturday night into Saturday morning and then all day Sunday. To be honest, I didn't really care how I felt. I knew the girls really wanted to play in the snow. So I got them all bundled up and we went out and played on Sunday. It was about 15 degrees outside at the time, but we reenacted a Christmas story and had layer after layer on each of the girls. Our middle child took the reenactment a step further and had to go pee after getting fully bundled up, just like the movie. I can't move my arms. <laughs> One of the best movies ever. Speaking of how we were feeling, COVID sucks. We actually had some different effects from COVID, but the constant between the two of us was the cough, the headaches, the complete lack of energy, and the pain. Now, I I'm not talking about aches like you have when you're cold. I mean, this was actual pain. Thank goodness for Excedrin, Advil, and aspirin. Rotated per our doctor. Nothing really fixed it. I mean, we were piling on the vitamin C and we were taking all of the extra uh, vitamins um, and as many homeopathic remedies or alleviations as we possibly could during this time. But this was a once in a lifetime amount of snow that was happening in Dallas. So, you know, I wasn't going to let that stop the girls from having a great time and enjoying it to the fullest regardless of the headaches and regardless of the pain. Now, speaking of pain, one day my eyeballs hurt. Like my, my, my eyeballs were just in serious pain. Another day was my legs. Another day was my arms. Almost every day was my back. But yeah, I mean, pain was interesting to have. Did I mention everything was shut down in our area? No grocery delivery, no food delivery. You know, whatever we had, we had. And we were in quarantine, so we couldn't really go anywhere before when everyone was making their run to the grocery store. So there were things that we needed, but there was just no way for us to get it. And they were stopping deliveries. Amazon wasn't doing any deliveries. Local grocery store wasn't doing any deliveries. We were pretty much on our own, or so we thought. In true Texas fashion, our neighbors checked in on us and found out that we actually were running out of milk. So we had a couple different people actually deliver some milk to us. 
for the girls. I love Texas. Luckily, we were well prepared with food and medicine. So, a short recap. Uh, we have COVID. Uh, we're in quarantine. The winter storm of the century is hitting Dallas. I believe our neighborhood got down to negative two degrees, which was the lowest on record since the late 1940s. And guess what happens next? Power outages. <laughs> COVID, uh, quarantine, uh, three little ones under six years old, winter storm of the century, no power. We had days of rolling blackouts where we would get about 20 minutes of power and anywhere from 60 minutes or more of a blackout. Our saving grace, the gas fireplace. Luckily, no gas was shut off. We also made sure starting the nights of freezing temperatures that our faucets were dripping and completely avoided frozen pipes because that would have put it over the edge. I don't know how I could have made that a positive time. <laughs> Regardless of all that was happening, we tried to make this as fun of an experience for our daughters as possible. Uh, they went out and played in the snow, we did arts and crafts, had school days, uh, played as best as we could. Now, I, by pure luck, it seemed as though, well, when you have COVID, at least for us, you'd have major swings. You know, some times of the day, you were super no energy, you really couldn't, can't do anything. Um, other days, you feel a lot better, you feel like you're turning the corner, but then it'll just go right back down to energy and pain um, and coughing and headaches. But, you know, by pure luck, we were on an opposite schedule. So the days that my wife was completely out of it, I would jump in, take care of the kids, do different things to keep them busy. And then when I was at my low, she would take over. I mentioned staying positive. I always try to find the positive in, in everything, regardless of what's happening. I mean, there were a lot of negative things during this time that was going on, but what can you do about it? I mean, there's no reason to dwell on negativity whatsoever. You find the positive things, you focus on them, and you can turn what seem like little mini tragedies into long-lasting memories. And we actually timed the power outages and learned how to make 15-minute meals. It got everything set up before the power went on. So we would prep when the power was out and have everything set up. As soon as the power went on, it was go time. Didn't matter if it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It was go time because we wanted something warm, of course, because the house wasn't as warm as it normally would be if we had power. Even with a gas fireplace, it's not going to heat the whole house. But as soon as that power went on, it was like, on your marks, get set, go. Everybody's like, even the girls, power's on. And we would run into the kitchen and knock things out. Now, that also included hot coffee, tea, and cocoa. Now, a lot of people don't know that there's actually two major winter storms back-to-back that, -back that came through. And the second wave of snow and cold weather by way of a winter storm that was following the first one came on a Wednesday. And by then, my wife luckily was feeling a little bit better. 
and I was a few days behind her still. So she was feeling better. I was still feeling the effects. And we were in the middle of the second wave of snow and freezing temperatures. And more snow means that we, of course, have to go outside and play in the snow. Although this snow was very, very dry, very powdery, so we couldn't even do a decent snowman. But because of the deep freeze uh, that was happening, we actually made what my oldest daughter called a snow castle. Because I was basically able to take sheets of ice and make a little castle. And then she put a magic wand, a.k.a. an icicle, I knocked off our awning. That magic wand was at the entrance of the castle. Power eventually came back on. It, it would come on longer and longer until Thursday where we had no outages. By the time we thought out, our quarantine had ended and we were on the back end of recovery. Ready to not only get warm, but get rid of any lingering effects. Which we still feel today, but I believe it's on the way out. Still definitely trying to get our energy back to normal. So... If you were wondering why there wasn't a podcast last week, I'm sure you can now understand why and hopefully forgive me. That was my last two weeks. How was yours? I guess this is what happens when the 2000s reaches drinking age. Now, I know a few weeks ago I promised a legacy story of my transition out of the jewelry industry, and I will get to that, but I thought you might enjoy hearing about this recent adventure that my family had. I think I need to take a nap. I guess the moral of this legacy story is there is always positivity that can be found in virtually everything. Not absolutely everything, but virtually everything. And if you really focus on the positive aspects of what is going on in your life, your life will be not only more joyful, not only will you set an example for the people around you, that positivity will snowball into greater things. Well, that's all for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thank you for listening. Join me next week when I talk a little bit about... I'm really not going to say what we're going to talk about because every time I've said the last couple of weeks that we're going to talk about this jewelry store thing, that's the plan. Uh, However, next week we will talk about something. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except for on Twitter, which is The Legacy Story. And you can follow me at Infinancer. If you're interested in changing your trajectory in your personal finances, you can also book a free discovery session with me at Infinancer.com. I N F I N A N C E R dot com. Until next time, ciao.